Let us open the Word of God to Acts chapter 17. Acts chapter 17. The Apostle Paul has been preaching in Macedonia, in Thessalonica, being driven out of that city. He was taken to Athens where he was to wait for Silas and Timothy to catch up to him. While in Athens, here's what happened. Acts chapter 17, verses 16 and 17. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him. When he saw the city wholly given to idolatry, therefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. While he waited, he was there waiting for Silas and Timothy to catch up to him, so he's waiting. It's uh, They're going to make a rendezvous and determine what they're going to do next, but while he's there, it tells us his spirit was stirred in him. And the reason that we've come together this morning for this first assembly is for our spirits to be stirred in us by the grace of God and the power of the Holy Ghost to stir us up. Are you stirred up? When you see the world so given to wickedness against the commandments of God, are you stirred up when you see the perilous times of the last days unfolding before our very eyes? Are you stirred up when you see so few Christians truly dedicated and committed to sold-out, red-hot, pedal-to-the-metal Christian lives? Does it stir your spirit? When you open the Word of God, does it stir your spirit that there aren't more like David, that there aren't more like Paul. Lord, help us to that end. While he waited and he looked around and he saw the situation, his heart was stirred. And his heart was stirred toward things of the kingdom. We don't care about politics. We don't care about health. We don't care about all these things that distract us from the great care and the great cause. And that's the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Of course there's a place for health. Of course there's a place to vote. But it is so far down the ladder of priorities that you can't see it without binoculars when you're on the top rung. Because we've got to be concerned about the things of the kingdom of heaven. And the apostle was. Satan is walking about as a roaring lion even today. And he sees the churches. He sees how they come to church, how late they are, how lazy they are, how ill-prepared they are, how they haven't prayed for the assemblies. He hears them talking as they make their way to their pews about the NFL playoff games that were played yesterday and last evening. He hears and he sees all of that, and he can move on to the next church because they're doing a perfect job themselves without him. We want to be stirred up. And here's a problem that gets that comes with being stirred up. He's going to find a church that's committed to living holy lives, committed to having worship that is reverent and in godly fear, and he's going to try to trouble us. It's already been prayed against in the back room, and we want to pray against it again. But brethren, there are times, and we use quite a few of them in this pulpit, where we don't need to learn what to do. We need to be reminded of how to do it, And that is with zeal today in the first assembly. We want to apply ourselves with all our might to the things of the kingdom of heaven. 
as soon as his spirit was stirred within him, it didn't result in prayer. It resulted in action. Immediately it says, Therefore, in verse 17, disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons, many of them would have been Gentile proselytes, and in the market daily with them that met with him. So daily he was engaged in wanting to promote the gospel and truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he did that because his heart was stirred in him to see so many men given over to superstitious religion, as he will boldly tell them in just a few verses in this chapter. Let us be stirred in spirit today and ask for God to stir us in spirit today. Let us pray. Our Holy Father in heaven, hallowed be thy great and glorious and holy name. Creator of heaven, the earth, the sea, and all that in them is, we bless Thee and adore Thee. Father, through predestinated adoption of Jesus Christ, of sons to Himself, we thank Thee for saving us. We are twice Yours. Heavenly Father, the creation of the universe by Your spoken Word, according to Your eternal counsels, is wonderful and beyond anything that we can conceive man ever being able to do, even in his wildest imagination. Your redemption of our souls, which is precious and ceaseth forever, by the blood and righteousness of the Lord Jesus Christ, is a match or exceeds it in glory for the love, grace, kindness that you bestowed upon us through our Savior. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for the truth of God that you've given us in your written word. We're thankful that you have preserved the King James Bible for over 400 years. You gave us your scriptures and inspired them, and then you have preserved them, that we might have them in our own language. We have them so freely, so easily. Heavenly Father, this day we know that we have a cause. A cause to glorify thee with our lives. A cause to lift up the Lord Jesus Christ and be obedient children of His in this world. The cause of the written Word of God that has the truth of God, the wholesome doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ, plainly revealed to us. Our Father in Heaven, we pray that You would forgive us the coldness of our hearts, the dullness of our minds, the weakness of our flesh, and that You would stir us up by Your Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, when the Spirit of God would move upon Samson, He would do mighty things. When the Spirit of God would move upon David, He would do mighty things. When the Spirit of God moved upon the apostles on the day of Pentecost, they did mighty things. We pray for the Spirit of Pentecost to be among us and in us, over us, and under us, and around us, to stir up our hearts, Heavenly Father, we don't want to babble in any, even in any foreign language. We don't want to battle, babble in the gibberish that is common today. Heavenly Father, we want our minds stirred up that they might be edified by the preaching of your word and the singing of songs, spiritual songs, hymns, and psalms. Oh Lord, be with us this day. Heavenly Father, take our hearts and seal them for thy courts above. Lift us up in the Spirit of God to see the Lord Jesus Christ 
and to love Him. Lift us up, Heavenly Father, to see the cause of Your great and glorious name, Your kingdom that You have given to us to uphold, Your church, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word of God, saints of like precious faith around us, that we will see the cause and give ourselves to it. O Lord, have mercy upon us, we pray that all that is said and done, that has been said and done already, will be pleasing in Thy sight. Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Heavenly Father, bless Your servants, Your saints, Your churches, wherever they might be scattered abroad on this earth. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for our nation and the liberties that we enjoy in it even yet. And we pray for its preservation and your care over our rulers from high to low that you will bless them with wisdom and discretion and that they will guide the affairs of this government for peace that your children within the boundaries of this nation might be able to live their lives in all quietness and godliness. Lord, help us to this end. We are thankful that you have loved us first. And it is only because of that love that you bestowed upon us that we in turn love thee. Stir up that love that it will be greater than ever toward thee. Heavenly Father, within the confines of these walls, let there be great joy, great peace, great zeal, great thanksgiving this day for all that you have done for us through Jesus Christ our Lord. Bless us. If you do not bless us, We shall not be blessed. But, O Lord, if You bless, who is there that can hinder? And so we call upon Thee before we even begin to bless us, that we in turn might bless Thee. O God, our Father, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we do pray. Amen.